take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> oh, that's going to be beautiful to edit and post, but... Anyway, this is episode three of Virtual Tavern. Uh, we have myself, Adam, here, and we have our co-host, Hunter, and we have a guest on, Mr. Uh, Jeremy Sale, who I've roped into doing this. Say hello, Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Smartass. Uh, before we get too deep into this, uh, we have something to go over. Last week, I said, not last, yeah, last week, I set up an email for us, and we actually got some people to respond to us. Um, so I'm going to do that now. We're going to, every episode, we're going to go through our mailbag and respond to anybody that took the time to email us. So this week we have a Mr. Destry. I won't say your last name so I don't dox you. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to read it right here. Destry, hey guys, is the subject line. I just discovered your podcast the other day and I'm really enjoying your content so far. What made you guys decide to start with The Matrix? Do you know what series or topic you'll be covering after you make it through the series? Keep doing what you're doing, guys. I'm eager for the next episode to come out. Destry. Destry, thank you so fucking much, man, for the email. Um, I really appreciate it. And yeah, it's we're we're appreciative of any uh support. I mean, you know, we're just getting started doing this, so the fact that you were willing to reach out is awesome. We're we're deeply grateful for that. Yeah, keep emailing, man. Um Email as many times as you want, because right now you're you're in the front of the queue. So uh, <laughs> if you just keep emailing us, we'll keep responding to you every week. So we'd love to hear from you. But to answer your first question, what made you guys decide to start with the Matrix? Uh, I'll I'll go first, and then you can answer your your version. But I I think that we chose the Matrix, or at least I did, because it's one of the few sci-fi series, Hunter, that you and I connect on. Besides, obviously, Star Wars and Starship Troopers, but <clears throat> with the Matrix, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, it has. There's a lot of um, different plot points and yeah, depth to it that we can really delve into. I mean, like Star Wars. Yeah, we could do that, but uh, it's such a polluted. Um, it's bloated at this point. Yeah, that exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love it, but I don't think it would make for something like this that, that a good talking point. Yeah, there's all the Matrix. You can really take it apart and look at it in several different ways. Yeah, The Matrix, you can watch it five times in a week, and every time you can come back with five different, you know, takeaways from what you watch. There's lots of different fan theories, lots of different, you know, you know, philosophical inserts. You know, you can watch it and then come back with different perspectives on it every single time. So it makes for great talking points. Um, to answer your second question, what are you guys going to do after we cover The Matrix? I talked about this briefly with you the other day, Hunter. And kind of throwing the idea out there about doing cyberpunk ed edge runners. Yeah, I think doing edge runners was actually, would actually be really fun because um, that would kind of open up the door to uh, have the discussion about just cyberpunk itself. But edge runners would be a great start because cyberpunk is as vast as a of a game as it is. Um, so that would be a a nice little nice nice little tip in there. Yeah. So we're not quite sure yet, but we are leaning more towards Cyberpunk Edge Runners. But that's months down the road. We have to get through the second and third Matrix films, and then we have to fucking watch the fourth one. Have you? You probably haven't seen that one, Jeremy. The fourth one that just came out. 
resurrections. And uh, I will not. You want to? <laughs> it's uh you know it's like putting your balls in a vice grip. It's so fun. <laughs> what I'm thinking is we need to have a group watch party and um Jeremy will be a part of the whole podcast when we do the fourth one because you know he'll have his homework done. He can he can sit in with us. Yeah. I like it. I don't mind checking it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh for my talking points, Hunter, did you remember to bring your talking point recap? Yeah, um I wanted to ask you what you feel like the biggest um twist in the story from the last bit of what we saw like we already know that you know um cypher was planning on turning on everybody and all that right uh so for you what was the biggest change or uh, plot twist in the story i would have to say when neo found out he wasn't the one because so often the hero the hero's journey you know it's prophesized that they're the hero of the story and everything and for that to be flipped on your head and like the like the wizard, right? The Merlin of the story, the guiding, you know, the Gandalf of the story tells you, hey, you're not the one. You're not you're not the the good guy in this story. You're not the savior. I thought that was a good flip of the coin right there. Yeah, um, I like that a lot too. And what I was gonna ask you is what was your favorite line of dialogue from last episode? Favorite line of dialogue? Oh. Oh man. Um you know, it would probably be the most quotable, most memeable moment of the last episode, which would simply be, stop trying to hit me and hit me. Because, like, <laughs> I can't think of the first Matrix film without picturing Morpheus just talking shit to Neo the whole fucking fight. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Uh, so I did rope my friend Jeremy into watching the film last night. I peer pressured him. Uh, Jeremy, what did you, th after, wa you, you watched it many years ago, right? Yeah. Was I a sophomore in high school? Yeah. Holy shit. That was like, what, 2002? That was 99, right? Well, well, you watched it when it first released? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, that's an interesting perspective. So, not, having not watched it for so long, what did you think of it last night? Um... I mean, stuff started coming back to me that I remembered. You heard me. You remembered the black cat. Picking stuff out, yeah. Deja vu. Yeah, the glitch in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm here to listen to you guys, really. <laughs> like, I'm not into the Matrix that much. I'm the, like, negative part of this, I guess. As a casual view uh, viewer, did you enjoy it? I enjoy, I enjoy the fighting in it a lot. Yeah. yeah Sci-fi like, for me, like, I'm not into that as much you don't like star wars you don't like battlestar galactica i don't like star, star wars star trek i do not he's been a part of our group for so long and I i'm did. just now finding out that he <laughs> hates star wars well i don't i don't hate star wars <laughs> okay i'm just not into it like i'm more like we were talking last night fantasy right lord of the rings jurassic park the witcher stuff like that well if we make a fantasy podcast which mm. we might you know like a parallel podcast to the virtual tavern That'd be kind of fun to do. I'll be on um, that, like, stink on shit. I, mean, I guess kind of while we're on the, the subject of alternate possible podcasts, uh, I have one that feels very obvious for especially the two of us. Um, what, a name? Um, No, more like a series that we could cover that I don't really feel like. I mean, it could fit in sci-fi, but I feel like it would go more towards maybe horror. 
Mm. I mean, mm. we yeah. covered it on your channel, but Resident Evil, man, there's so much oh, content yeah. to be able to utilize with that. We could talk about Resident Evil, huh? Well, uh, I think that's a good enough recap. Let's go ahead and resume where we were off uh, last week. So when we left off, Morpheus was saving uh, the whole gang from the, the agent that kind of grabbed Neo through the fucking wall. And Morpheus, we talked about this last week, Hunter. He is willing to die for this. He believes so wholeheartedly that Neo is the one and he's willing to give his life. And he knows that going up against this agent, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like... He even said earlier that if you go up against an agent, no one has ever survived. He knows he's going to fucking die. Yeah, and honestly, like, him diving through the wall is one of my favorite bits just because he's that loyal to his own, you know, his own cause and belief that he's willing to sacrifice himself to do that. Yeah. And following that moment is also one of the funniest bits of this movie to me, and that's when uh neo's just like refusing to slide down the pipes and she's like no we gotta go and she grabs him by the foot and just drags like, his ass get down. over here <laughs> 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 fucking trinity grabs neo's like get over here um so the, the the rest of the gang they're still on the walls they jump down neo um is the last to go doesn't want to leave morpheus trinity grabs him uh grabs him mm. <laughs> trinity grabs him by the ankles says, get over here they all go down the wall. They fall down into the basement. There's some army dudes down there. It's not army dudes. SWAT dudes down there waiting for them. They get into a massive shootout. Uh, Cypher doesn't make it. And I think he deliberately tried to like not follow his friends. Like The pathetic little lunge that he does. Let me go back and see if there, we, we can see it. The pathetic little lunge that Cypher does. It's so embarrassing. It's like, how could you be any more obvious that you're trying to sabotage everything? Oh, yeah, where he does that little oh, right there. jump forward and looks at Trinity. Yeah, Trinity's like, Cypher! Everyone's going through this little manhole. And Cypher, he's the traitor, right? I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped like three feet and he fell. Like yeah, It's not like these people are fucking known for being able to jump fucking 30 feet, you know, <laughs> go from building to building. That oh, never no. happens. I tripped! <laughs> So we covered last episode, Cypher is obviously the traitor. That's how the agents and the robots, uh, they discovered what they were doing. They found this hideout, changed the matrix so they couldn't get out. Um, so Cypher somehow, you know, got out of that firefight situation. He's talking to Tank on the on the phone saying, get me an exit. He's play, he p playing his cards right. He's wanting to be the first to the finish line so that he can sabotage everybody in the real world. Yeah. He wants to try to get out so that way he can prevent anyone else from coming back and essentially destroying the plan that he has to get himself back in the Matrix. He doesn't care about whether they live or die anymore. Like He just wants to get plugged back in and be this famous actor. Yeah, which I honestly don't think they're going to give a fuck. No, they're going to fucking execute his ass. Like I 100% agree with your point of view on that. Yeah. I like last night how you kept bringing up with Tank how they're always on his ass when they first call him. Yeah. It's like, I just started talking to you. Get me out of here. Yeah. Every, <laughs> yeah. You're right. Like, every time they talk to Tank, like Morpheus, we're in this building. Find us an exit fast. Like, dude, you just talk. Calm down. Tank, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> like, he's doing his best, man. <laughs> you just talked to him. He's not going to find it in two seconds. Like, fuck, every time, do it fast. So, uh, we see. That Cypher gets pulled out of the Matrix, and he grabs some kind of, like, a 
a ray gun. Maybe it's like a, a welding tool or something in this, you know, time period or whatever. But he starts lighting up both Tank and Dozer, trying to make it to where uh, no one else is able to get pulled out of the Matrix. He's trying to secure his exit point at this uh, at this rate. That's a hell of a sweater Tank had on because <laughs> took a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't really talk about this last episode. I really like... So, when I consume media and, you know, franchises, I really love the world building and, like, the visual storytelling that movies have, especially with long trilogies like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and um, the lore of those movies. With these movies, there's not a, a lot of implicit lore, or I should say ex explicit lore, thrown in your face about the human war, the human robot war. You don't know much about it, but you can infer, you can imply the his. What are you laughing at? I'm, <laughs> laughing, at, I'm laughing at Hunter because I, <laughs> I cracked my beer and he gave me this like dirty look. He gave, like, me, he gave you the fuck me eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Keep drinking. He bitch. said, "Pack a natty, I'll fuck that fatty." <laughs> yeah, that's right. You get that um, beer between your lips. <laughs> I just wanted to say, in the real world, uh, you can kind of infer the history of the world by the clothing that they wear. Obviously, when you're living in the core of the earth, there's no natural resources. So things like clothing, things like fucking, you know, ships and, you know, other kind of natural resources are finite. So you Food can do right because yeah, all they eat is that pig slop. Yeah. So they don't they can't grow any crops. So they probably find some kind of scientific method to just create basic amino acids and minerals and vitamins for that slop. But the clothes that they wear, you can obviously see that they're all hand-me-downs. They don't make new clothing. It's not like they have fucking sheep to, you know, raise and farm in the fucking Earth's core thousands of feet underground. So I, I just thought that was a neat little visual, like, world-building things that you can tell that all the clothes that they wear are hand-me-downs because you can't make new clothes. You know, when you're living that far underground, there's no natural resources. I'm hearing that thrift shop song in my head right now. Thrift shop? <laughs> I don't know who sings it. How does it I'm go? I'm going to pop some tags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to got 25 none in my pocket. I yeah. don't know the lyrics, too. <laughs> this, this fucking awesome. Neo's hunting. Uh, <laughs> so, to, uh, get, let me get off that tangent. But to go back to the movie, Cypher's in the real world. Morpheus gets captured by Agent Smith, obviously, because he can't put up a fight. It's an agent. Um, Cypher is really good with his pullout game, and he Ooh. starts yanking out the cords. Yeah. He doesn't let the PC, you know, update. He just yanks the fucking power cord. Nobody's getting pregnant here. Nope. He starts killing his crewmates one by one. He's talking to Trinity on the phone, you know, kind of bragging. Uh, he finally gets to Neo. He, so he killed... Ajax and Switch, right? They were their names. The, yeah. The two really. side characters that got barely any lines. Yeah. So they're dead. He pulled them out of the Matrix and Dozer's gone. Uh oh yeah, he killed Dozer. I forgot. Thank you. Um and at this point, Tank and Dozer are both just flat out on the ground while he's running around, you know, having a fucking pull out rampage, just oh, I'm gonna eat out you, and I'm gonna eat out you. Then he sits on fucking Morpheus's lap and talks all sorts of fucking shit. You get pulled out, you get pulled out, everybody gets pulled out. <laughs> if we'd have known what was gonna happen to us, we'd have told you to shove that red pill right up your ass. <laughs> uh, so Cipher uh, gets to Neo, says there, if he's the one, there'd have to be some kind of divine intervention to stop me, 
right? And then, like fucking clockwork, I guess uh, Tank fucking survived. Tank, Tank's this one, right? I keep the yeah, fucking mixed Tank's up. Tank's the little guy. Okay, yeah. the little guy somehow survived the lightning bolt Darth Sidious fucking gun. Like, <laughs> unlimited power. He had his freaking chainmail sweater or whatever protects you from that gun. <laughs> this must be, that must be like electrician's PPE right there. That's got to be the, uh, the BFP, the big fucking Palpatine. Oh, he's fucked. Oh, he's got a little cut on him. Oh, that's a big cut. Let's go back to that. That's a baby gash. That's a baby gash. Look at that. Hey, we're not oh, my God. Look at that here, big, okay? meaty gash. <laughs> what? <laughs> big, meaty gash. He's got a big fucking wound, and he's like, I'll be all right. some rib meat. <laughs> I'll be all right. Put some uh, barbecue right. sauce <laughs> on it. Fucker, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we go to a scene with Agent Smith. He's interrogating Morpheus. He wants the codes for Zion's mainframe to like lower the defenses, because um, it's the machine's goal to wipe out the last human city and kind of like stop this rebellion, you know. And Morpheus, because he's a captain of a, one of the few vessels left, he has those codes to get into the defense. And they're trying to break his mind, you know. Agent Smith, I really like these scenes. Um, where I do too. Agent I mean Smith is kind of goading him and gloating and talking about how much better humans how much better machines are to humans well that we're a virus yeah 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 we'll get to that like humans. i don't disagree with him at all everything he was saying i was like yeah yeah well have he's you, right have you flown over los angeles yeah. like that thing looks like a fucking disease just a cancer <laughs> just spreading yeah um dude i i love this scene or the scenes with him interrogating him because they're so fucking dark like it kind of goes back to the reason why i love when neos in their holding cell because it it really brings out that dark uh dystopian like future right and makes it feel like you know there's always this impending um uh sensation of doom that's going to be c coming upon you um mm -hmm. uh, and I, I don't know just fucking i love it I've, I've loved it ever since i was a fucking kid yeah you get the sense that agent smith even though he's a program, he's been in this matrix for so long, and his deep-rooted hatred for humans is getting so severe. He just wants fucking out, man. Like, he doesn't want to work this job of being a security guard for the matrix. Like, he gets disgusted by Morpheus. He, like, holds up his head like, you stink. I can barely <laughs> tolerate it. Your sweat. It's, it's disgusting. The, it's the smell. Yeah, it's the smell. <laughs> It's the smell. <laughs> Hugo Weaving does a lot of facial acting in this, and it's so fucking mwah. He sounds like Elrond, too, from well, Lord of the Rings in this <laughs> yeah. a lot. It kind of begs the question, like, if he gets pulled out of the Matrix, is he just going to be, like, a Sentinel that's been pulled in the whole time? Like, he's just been plugged in as, like, in a fucking charging unit, or... Well, he probably could be transferred to, like, a Sentinel robot, you know? Like, these are sentient robots. They, they could probably be transferred to different tasks, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, is there a difference between the agents or the sentinels? Are they are essentially two different classes, like, you know, worker bee versus soldier, or whatever. That's like, an interesting theory. I never really thought about it that way. I kind of just started thinking about it while uh, this whole bit was fucking going on. Like, do they have a class system? Yeah. That'd be interesting to kind of explore a little bit. But uh, to get back to the story, um, Neo and the rest of the survivors, Trinity and Tank, they're debating on pulling Morpheus out because if if Agent Smith breaks Morpheus, they'll get the codes and humanity's fucked. So they're like, mm, let's uh let's do a little pulley pulley 
and uh, stop that from happening. Let's pull him out. Um, Neo is like, no, the Oracle told me that I would have to have to make a choice between ramen and burritos for no i want uh, to touch on that because why do you think the oracle went that route with neil with why telling do you because she knows uh, yeah like she knows that he'll eventually become the one but so why did he t- why did she tell him that because in order to get him to i think if if he doesn't die, to test it to be like no i'm gonna show you like i am the one essentially yeah i feel like to with him dying in the matrix it made it to where uh it kind of released his programming to be able to accept like maybe there was a previous piece of the one that they refer to as the one early on in the film um so he had like his code get infused with him and that's why he can suddenly see everything that's going on in the matrix and and just, just like unlock everything yeah it was that's like, why he could just mm. sit there and stop the that was and- yeah his death was the fucking paywall and uh, <laughs> it, was the, it was the Matrix DLC. The resurrection? Or? <laughs> he, had, he had to buy the DLC pack, you know, the, the one. It was pay, pay gated. That's what I said last night. He just got his game genie for his Sega. He just unlocked the cheat code. Oh my God. Uh, his game well, shirt just downloaded. Yeah. Well, I always interpreted it as well, she said, you're not the one because you're waiting for something. You're not the one yet, really. You don't really believe in yourself. Yeah, something along those lines. Like, I don't know if it was him waiting for the love between him and Trinity, or if it was him waiting to die and be resurrected like Jesus or something. Mm. Lots of Jesus symbolism, which gets a lot more crazy in the later movies. That's what we were talking about last night. Oh, yeah. My friend Jesus. My friend Jesus. (laughs) I come back to life. (laughs) I got shot 20 times by Desert Eagle. I'm dead. I live. Get off me, Holmes. (laughs) Uh, so Neo makes the decision to go back into the Matrix. Trinity follows him. Uh, Agent Smith continues the interrogation with Morpheus. And this is the famous disease line. I've come to a realization that humanity is, is not a mammal. You do not fit any of the criteria. You see, mammals kind of have a natural equilibrium with their environment. I love his acting in this. And like you said, he talks like Elrond. Oh, yeah. The ring must be taken deep into Mordor and taken <laughs> back into the fiery chasm from which I came. Humans are a disease. You're and, a virus. And we are the cure. <laughs> you stanky bitch. You stanky bitch. <laughs> you stanky bitch. Stanky bitch. <laughs> I believe in miracle. <laughs> Where are you from? You stanky bitch. You stanky bitch. You. Uh, so Neo... Uh, Tank is like, what do you need? Neo's like, lot guns, lots of guns. That one of the very quotable uh, sentences in this movie. Dude, I know. I love that scene of just seeing all the fucking aisles of guns come flying past yeah. them. <laughs> the one thing that never made sense to me though is when he's like fucking karate chops the MP5 to get it to have the bolt come forward. Oh, slaps the lever down. Yeah, like because it doesn't look like he hits the lever. It looks like he hits just above that front sight. And even as a kid, I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who oh, are you? That's how firearms work. <laughs> Regardless, it's a beautiful scene and shows like just how much firepower they can really fucking pack. Uh, then we go to the scene where Agent Smith gets really creepy. He like dabs the sweat on Morpheus. He's like, mm-hmm. you're stink. I feel like I've somehow been contaminated. 
I need to get out. He grabs his head. I need to get out of here. It's really fuck me eyes. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna raw dog you if you don't give me those Zion codes. Back to what you touched on, just the pure hatred for humanity. You could see it in his face right there. Yeah, smelling his sweat. Yeah, he he's his psyche is really breaking down. Like he's a, he's a program. He should be calm and collected. And because he spent so much time in this fucking zoo, as he put it. Is that why he's irritated? Because he seems like he's becoming more human. Yeah. Probably because he spent so much time with humans, like yeah. killing them, controlling them. In like, a way, he's turning into them and... A little bit, yeah. Hates himself for it. Yeah. Hey, look, that actually brings up a pretty solid point. Beer lady! Beer wench! We require more beer! <laughs> Dost thou have another cup of ale for thee? My my beautiful wife just... What the fuck do you want now? <laughs> What type of fucking beer do you Dost guys thou want? have the brew of a thousand angels? What do you want, wretches? It's light time. It's Miller light time. You want fucking light? I would like some. I want you to get out of your hands and knees and beg for it. No, I'm in podcasting mode. No, they can hear you. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Melanie. Thank yeah. you, Melanie. Fuck you. <laughs> that was my, my beautiful wife, Melanie. Um, so sweet. So sweet. You know, just dropping off the beer and insulting us. You got a toothache well, now. To be fair, she wouldn't have insulted us had you guys not started that. I sent her a text trying to be fucking discreet about this whole goddamn thing, and then you two ruin it. It was great. What did, what did we ruin? I don't know. The cover. The cover of having somebody come in and then leave without, <laughs> without having to say anything no, on the podcast. I think it worked out for the best. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. You're so sweet. You're a dirty whore. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, so let's get back to the fucking that, movie. Yeah, that's we true. We might want to go back just to just <laughs> that's, a, that's a, a fair assumption. Yeah, let's go rewind a, a cunt hair. You know. Um, so we see them. You know, we get their they get their guns and stuff, and they arrive at the the tower building. Yeah, and fucking Neo drops his bag on the <laughs> uh, the metal detector. And like, oh man, there's something there. You gotta be, you gotta be carrying something on you. And he just fucking opens up his trench coat like he's going to fucking Columbine, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got the bag, shotgun. <laughs> Drops his bag and shows off his guns. <laughs> Starts just fucking lighting people up left and right. Not even looking. Yeah, he's not even looking where he's shooting. He's just like, dun, 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 dun. it's like a ballerina. But yeah, they storm the building. All the security guards, they kill them pretty easily. Uh, this is the building where Morpheus is being held, so they're trying to break him out. And this is probably the best action sequence of this fucking movie. Dude, oh, I love, I love this movie. part coming up with the shotgun in Trinity. Oh, oh yeah. He, Trinity fucking blasts that guy from well, behind. The way she kicks it out of his hands and just perfectly grabs it and blasts him in the face. We were listening on your sound system last night, and you can hear that oomph. Mm. It, was, it was fucking nice. Rumble in your cheeks. Yeah. Dude, like, this scene alone would make me get so pumped as a kid to where my brother and I would immediately have to fucking, like, we'd go out in the backyard and just play fucking Matrix and shit. Like, it was fucking <laughs> amazing. Was Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon out before this? Um, I don't know. I know what film you're talking about, though. Just all this wire work you see it just reminds me of that. What, what was that movie about? Was that the Chuck Norris movie? Excuse me? Oh, no, I'm thinking some other dragon named movie with Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Let me look it up. Crouching Tiger. I think We're going a lot of... A lot Jet Li's in it, and... 
that one badass Asian chick? 2000. I, I don't know her name. One year after this. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about it in the, the last episode. <laughs> what we kind of feel about how they do all the gun foo in this is that this film kind of was the precedent of started all that yeah it was it was the one that kind of really kicked it off and got it to where it was a, a very popular um style of filming which i think this honestly especially with keanu reeves being in it is also a big reason why john wick became a thing yeah we were just watching that last night me and uh, melanie and yeah there's a lot of gun foo in that you know a lot of physical action mixed in with the gunplay like weaving them together in a very yeah. natural way yeah, I mean, like, this has it to where it's clearly more of a, like, a, a fantasy-type style, and John Wick has it to where it's more of a, a realistic, very skill-based um, kind of fighting thing. Yeah. Like, regardless, but, I mean, both films are, or both franchises are just beautiful. Yeah. This whole scene is just very beautiful to look at. They're shooting at the debris. They're, sh they're shooting debris off the fucking columns, taking cover. Uh, Neo's doing cartwheels and shit. They're fighting these guys with M16s. Uh, you can um, really feel the, the fucking punch of every single gun they use. The trench so, coats. Did you know they actually had to redo the scene like once or twice because uh, uh, Keanu, he actually fucked up. I, I can't remember if he tripped or if he um, messed up where he was supposed to go, but they had to reset all the fucking pieces that were like flying off the walls and shit. They had all to of that? that? Yeah. They had to redo the whole fucking scene. Oh my god, that'd be so time-consuming. Oh yeah, Jesus. So set like new pillars and all that. They had that to they redo were all up? the pillars and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, Damn be, you, Neo. If I was the fucking producer, I'd be so fucking pissed. That'd be that would suck. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's a very beautiful scene. Like Jeremy's favorite scene is the when Trinity kicks that shot that Spaz twelve shotgun out of that guy's hand and then fucking blasts another dude from behind and he just goes flying forward like three feet. What's that you always use? Chef's kiss. Chef's, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chef's, Chef's kiss. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll move on from that scene. It's just a very good action scene, probably the best in the film. Um, Trinity and Neo are going up the elevator. Excuse me. They have a briefcase, and inside, if I remember right, is a bomb. Bombs? You want it? We got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Legend of Zelda memes. Uh, yeah, it's a bomb that they're going to drop down the elevator shaft to kind of, like, cut power to the building. Give them a opportunity to assault the holding cell. Yeah, they're going to do a fucking diva ult in the, in the elevator. Nerf this! <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, have we shown you that video? Nerf Where they this. Chick slaps her ass <laughs> and then fucking farts. <laughs> That's what they're doing right now. They're dropping the diva ult down the elevator shaft. Nerf this. Boom. Yeah, the elevator blasts open on the ground, the lobby floor, inferno going everywhere. Cuffs. Oh, go ahead, Hunter. I was going to say, for me, like the fact that they have the elevator door kind of bouncing all the way throughout the lobby was one of the details that when I first saw this movie, I really picked up on like, I don't know why. Maybe it's the fact that they tried making sure that physics were still taken into account, regardless of the, the feats that these guys are able to do. But it's, for me, it's a beautiful, um, piece that they added in. Like it just, it makes my little science heart happy. <laughs> so next they're on the rooftop. They kill a bunch of SWAT guys. They're trying to get access to the helipad, um, the helicopter. They kill all the guards. 
and one of the agents, the bigger, older brother agent, I believe. <laughs> Did we talk about this last night, Jeremy? How yeah, the two it agents so similar, but one's just a little bigger. <laughs> it's like they're twins, identical twins. The ones that are not Agent Smith. So there's three agents. One is Agent Smith, and then the other two aren't named. They look like just twins, but one's just a beefier, taller <laughs> version of the other one. Um, and yeah, the most iconic scene ever. The the bullet time. Yeah. Let's rewind this a little bit. Let's go back about 45 seconds. So the, yeah, the limbo move by the, Neo. Yeah. The beefier buffer version of the agent, the big brother, uh, assaults Neo. Neo unloads dual fucking Akimbo M9s trying to kill the agent, and he just dodges all of them. The agent pulls out his Desert Eagle, and this is the famous bullet time scene you see in every fucking advertisement for DVD back in 2006. <laughs> like, introducing DVD, crisper, uh, <laughs> clearer audio, and then it showed that scene of the Matrix. Mm. You know, do you remember those fucking commercials? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, that kind of goes back to our discussion of uh, when VHS tapes would have the little trailers before you get to watch the movie. Yeah. Dude, that's sexy right there, too. What, Trinity? Yeah. Trinity? Dodge this. Bah! That well, awesome one-liner. And the pink mist her, through the sunlight. Is, uh, she has always been mommy or mama. <laughs> mama Trin. <laughs> so the agent gets the jump on Neo, is about to kill him, and then Trinity comes up from behind and fucking blasts him from behind in the head. This is technically the first confirmed agent kill. Well, is, I mean... Is it? Kind of. The problem that I have with it is that, I mean, you see the... The body that he took over, you know, it goes back to the fucking SWAT dude that was in the helicopter, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and we see that same agent later on. So, uh, I, yeah, they, I feel I, like that really begs the question, like, can they actually die unless, not including what we see at the end of the film. Right. Like, if their body gets fucking shot, are they actually dead or did it just transfer to a different vessel? No, they just transfer to a different vessel unless, like you said, it's the end of the film. And we'll get to that in a second, but... At least it's like a like a ring wraith, right? You, you can't kill the ring wraith, but you can fuck him up and put him down like K.O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they get the helicopter. They go down to the floor where Agent Smith is at. And I love this line. It's just, no. <laughs> I love this fucking scene. Just watching him fuck them up with a goddamn minigun. And never hits Morpheus once. He, yeah, he never hits Morpheus. <laughs> and he, he misses just like praying and spraying. Yeah, he misses 99% of the shots. Like, it's a minigun. It's like me on an average Tuesday when I go to paint it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Neo's blasting the fucking holding cell. Uh, miraculously not hitting Morpheus at all. Or Agent Smith. Yeah. Eventually, he does hit Agent Smith. But, fuck, man. It's a minigun. You're going to be out of ammo in 10 seconds. You're already blasting half your load. You haven't hit oh, a well, there you go. Thing. Yeah, he you got it. I think, though, too, like, those choppers, they have a big-ass fucking ammo box for those things. Oh, you think they can go longer than 30 seconds? Oh, fuck yeah, they can. Firing a fucking Vulcan. Uh, so they, he does manage to kill the agents, but they just possess the bodies of security guards next door. Morpheus, he's coming off of his hangover. <laughs> That, that that fucking look like, he's got he's Dragon like, Ball Z oh, right here. Crank wasn't good enough. I need more. <laughs> Did we say Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. 
Well, it's like he's he's like powering. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Morphe's. Like couldn't bust those cuffs the whole time, time until right now. Powers up to be able to take out the handcuff chain. <laughs> yeah, he rips the fucking handcuffs. So yeah, he like you said he could, he couldn't do that before. No, wasn't the right moment. No. Uh, he's running towards the helicopter, gets blasted in the fucking ankle. He's like, oh, oh, catch me, Neo. <laughs> catch me, Neo. Ah. I love you, daddy. <laughs> he uh, jumps for the fucking helicopter. Neo catches him. I gotcha. And we cut to a scene where they're flying away in the helicopter, and he's just hanging on to fucking Morpheus with one arm the whole goddamn time. Sylvester Stallone couldn't do that in Cliffhanger. He's Oh, that fucking meme! Yeah. Let's go, baby. That's why it's the goat. The goat. Uh oh! I forgot to mention that the helicopter was hit a few times in the fuel tank, which doesn't make sense because it would take at least a few minutes for the fucking fuel to drain with bullet holes like that. But whatever, it's a film. Yeah, I mean, even with. The, the holes that they punched in. You know, they probably could have lasted a little bit longer, but obviously, you know, they have to have some kind of... Uh, excuse me. Tension point, right? Like, God they need you. to have... <laughs> something to make it to where, oh, they can't just get away so easily. Right. Yeah, so the, the chopper was hit by Agent Smith and his Desert Eagle. What's Fucking, fucked up here is that, like, Neo probably could have waited until he got to this point, right? Like, right where he lands, he could have fucking dropped Morpheus off. Instead, he's like, I know you just got shot in the ankle and couldn't fucking make the jump. But I'm gonna drop you 15 fucking feet. Yeah. I gots to grab this chopper. I, I gotta grab the chopper. <laughs> grab the chopper. Uh, oh, that was a horrible one. Get out of the chopper. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Pull it up. Pull up Trinity. She will go. And here's another really popular sequence where the chopper crashes into a building. The, the windows on the building do this really cool waveform. Mm. And it reminds you that this world is virtual. And it's like, it's probably lagging. <laughs> <laughs> like it takes it's a second for, too high the ping is too high so <laughs> the building doesn't actually register that it's like supposed to explode yet so it's doing that cool waveform i i just, that's how i explain it away i like but. the little taco tap trinity does on the building taco just what? before she gets pulled up yeah you know right she there. has her legs spread over yeah, so it's a little taco pink. tap oh yeah when, when she's like eh. she's like trinity was here <laughs> <laughs> You think she has lipstick on, so that way uh, she <laughs> leave an imprint. Oh my god! Uh, so they all make Classy. it out. <laughs> they all make it out. The helicopter. Morpheus is really happy. His his religious convictions are now uh, reaffirmed. He's like, I now I know for sure you are the one. Uh, the oracle told you exactly what you needed to hear. He's he's not wanting to hear anything contradictory to his beliefs. Yeah, and I mean at the same time too, like. Neo clearly is starting to have more faith in himself. Like he just fucking dodged bullets. Yeah. Can you think of anybody besides an agent that has dodged bullets in the Matrix? Like at this point in time, like you know, I'm the fucking I'm a I'm a badass. Right? So Ooh. him telling him that uh, she told him exactly what he needed to hear just kind of pushes that point of trying to make him really believe in himself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was like, hey, I'm going to tell you you're not the one so that you push even harder to become the one. Like, That's I'm what like, I was getting at. Like, Yeah. There was a, an ulterior motive to what she said to him. Mm -hmm. like, she knew. It's like, ooh, you're not the one. Mm, guess you have to I try harder. I can't pump you up quite yet. <laughs> Here, take a cookie. Mm. Mama's cookies. Take, 
Take the Snooky Cookie for me. <laughs> Snooky Cookies. Baby wants some milk. <laughs> Baby wants some cookie. Baby wants some Oracle milk. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting out of the Matrix. They go to a subway. Tank has found them an exit. So most of the time they have to go to some kind of phone or hard line, right? Yeah, to get out of the Matrix. They it found has to be a hard line to get out of the Matrix. Right. Uh, they go to a subway and there's a random hobo just <laughs> sitting there. And because every person that's in the Matrix is like a security camera for the agents, because the hobo saw them, uh, now a- Agent Smith knows where they are. And he can just possess the ho- homeless guy. And it's funny, <laughs> when he possesses the homeless guy, he's in the same position as the homeless guy was, so he's like <laughs> sitting in the fucking filth and everything, and he gets up. And this, this here is why I hate humans. You're well, willing to sit in your own filth. You More dis- of that stank. You disgust me. Uh, so, for some, this kind of aggravates me. Trinity is like taking forever. No, I must tell you something. Like, can it wait until we're back on the fucking ship? Yeah. She wouldn't have wasted all that time. It doesn't make any sense. Like, tell me when we're out of danger. For the movie, it does. Yeah. So, Trinity's the last one to get out and just in time before Agent Smith shoots the fucking cell, uh, payphone. So now Neo has no escape, and he has to fight either he has to either fight Agent Smith or run away. Oh, dude, this scene right here—the leg lift. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you love that leg lift. That six leg to midnight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he had a stunt double? Because his leg is out of frame, like in porn. Like, oh, stunt cock. <laughs> Do you think that was his actual leg, or because it's out of frame? Do you think someone else was just holding up his stunt double was holding up his leg? <laughs> Because he wasn't actually that limber. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Uh, so Agent Smith and Neo finally get into a, uh, a final altercation. Neo is more confident in himself. They're shooting at each other. They get this cool action sequence where they're holding their guns to each other's heads. And they say, you're out of bullets. So are you. Mm. Uh, Neo does a really cool backflip. And they're like, fuck this. Fuck these guns. Let's get it on. Let's yeah, put your dukes up. <laughs> and at one point in the fight, he said, "Let's get it on." <laughs> I was talking about the fight. I wasn't gonna rape him. It's little stepbrothers. I'm so not a raper. <laughs> <laughs> little stepbrothers reference for you guys. Uh, so they're getting into a fight. Neo fucking knocks Agent Smith's glasses. He gets mad. Yeah, He's- we get to see like exactly what Neo's actually capable of. I mean, we got a glimpse of it, right, when he when he was fighting Morpheus for the second round. But this makes it to where you can actually see he actually comprehends just what his body is able to do with the knowledge that they gave him with his little fucking DLC download chip. Yeah. And we were watching this last night uh, at Jeremy's house, and on his fucking amazing sound system, you can feel every fucking punch of this movie. It was, it was, it was, it's nice. Say more. It was chef's, chef's kiss. Keep going. Uh, Deeper. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the Stroke fuck it. it. <laughs> Stroke it. Bop it. Stroke that ego. Feel it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. I don't know if I love or hate. It's like a little Bruce Lee reference. Oh, that's When he gets back up. No, the little hand gesture. Like, come on, bitch. I'm not done yet. I want more. Well, he did lo- learn Kung Fu and all here that. Here it comes. So. Right here. Oh. Neil gets fucked up and he's like, come back for more. Bring it on the beach. <laughs> Do I look like a pussy to you? Let's go, bitch. Yeah. Round two. Suck my forehead. Yeah. I do Take like it. the little throat tap. 
when uh, Hale goes the, like uh, jab him and he's like, like uh, <laughs> have you seen the edited one that the entire fight is just him fucking oh yeah him in the throat? when you only know one move on mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah that's a video oh yeah dude i'll i'll show you when we get done uh so fucking agent smith Goes rapid fire. You can hardly see his arms because they're going so fast. He just beating punches. them guts. Yeah, he's he's eight inches in those side those neo guts. I just <laughs> rapid my table. Fire, rapid fire. Yeah, rapid fire. <laughs> rapid fire. Uh, he's a neo's about to get fucking killed. Uh, Agent Smith is dragging him to the subway. Fucking yeets him into the wall. God damn! It's like get the fuck over there. <laughs> Agent Smith is holding him. He says, "You hear that, Mister Anderson?" That is the sound of inevitability. Uh, a train is oncoming. Neo gets mad. He says, my name, in very Keanu Reeves' voice, mm. is Neo. Fucking yeets up fucking 50 feet in the air. Knocks Agent Smith out of, of him. And he's able to, just in time, do a really cool backflip while uh, Smith gets ran over by the train. And he's sitting there just like, he's bouncing on his toes the whole fucking time. Like, shit, 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 fuck, fuck, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he almost gets ran over too. And then Agent Smith just comes right back. And Neil's like, fuck that. I'm not fighting you again. <laughs> he's like, okay, now I'll run. Man, this is bullshit. You get a respawn? Yeah. You get a fucking comeback every... No, I'm, I'm out of here. I ain't fighting you a fucking second time. So Neo's hauling ass. He's trying to find an exit point. And we learned that the Sentinels, the, in the real world, the Sentinels have found the position of the Nebuchadnezzar. So now there's an artificial ticking clock. Like, we got to get Neo out of there before, in the real world, the agents send the Sentinels to the ship and kill everyone on the ship. Uh, Neo is running through a marketplace. The agents are just following him, shooting him in a crowd. Uh, he's trying to find an exit. And eventually, he gets fucking capped. Neo is almost to the exit. He opens up a door and Agent Smith is just waiting there. He's like, hello, motherfucker. Blasts him in the guts. <laughs> hello, motherfucker. What's, what's the name of the robots, though? The that are attacking the, they're attacking that ship the whole time this is going on. Sentinels. Oh, yeah. The Sentinels are just fucking So there's doom on both ends. like Yeah. Hmm. Like, Neo has to get out of the Matrix in time because they have to fire the EMP. But even if he doesn't, that escape that he still could die on the other end mm -hmm. but yeah. they have to fire the emp to kill the to sentinels. sentinels yeah right but they can't pull them out they they can't activate the emp unless they pull them out because it'll fry all electronics even oh, and he'll lose his connection yeah. to the virtual yeah or to the matrix yeah so that's why it's so important that he gets back to the real world yeah and while they're having this dilemma of, you know, Sentinel starting to rip the, the ship apart, fucking Agent Smith just does a full-on fucking mag dump of 50 cal rounds into this dude's chest. Oh, yeah. Which, if they were 50 cal rounds, come on. He wouldn't have a torso left. <laughs> but uh, it's PG. It, it, it's no, it's rated R. If it was a rifle, he wouldn't have a chest left. 50 cal handguns are actually... They're they're not as destructive as a rifle round would be. Oh, is it is a, is a slightly smaller profile it, it, round? It's because of the gunpowder. The gunpowder involved. Oh. Like you got to figure, a fifty cal round that would be maybe inch and a half long, if that. And then you got a fucking. Mm. <laughs> Someone's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> you got the rifle round that's a good three to four inches. 
Mm. So still talking about him. Um, <laughs> Somebody anyway, got excited. <laughs> so we see Neo just get a full fucking magazine dumped into him. Sentinel's ripping it, ripping the ship apart, and Trinity gets on top like he date ra- she date rapes him. Kind of, yeah. I mean, like he's just a fucking corpse at this point, right? Like, yeah. I told you last night, like Neo's Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she's the prince this time, though. Yep. The Oracle told her that she would fall in love. Uh, with the one that would be the one where her true love would uh, end up perishing. I can't remember exactly how, how True love's raised. kiss? Yeah. Is that what's going so on? So she uh, <laughs> she gives him a kiss and he just fucking stands up and all the agents turn around like, no. With the power of love, <laughs> he gets resurrected like Jesus. You can conquer all. I'm gonna stop these bullets because I know when I get out, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna <laughs> f- <laughs> uh, so Neo, it's not really explained why. Maybe it's because he can he realizes that this is a virtual world and none of it matters. Um, but Some even, of his teaching, though, right? When he met the Oracle from that child bending mm-hmm. the spoon. Realizing that there is no spoon. Yeah. So even though he's been shot, he realizes it's not real. There are no bullets. There yeah. are no... Oh! Ooh. That's what I'm telling you, man. That's why we need you here. I understand a little. <laughs> I enjoy how in-depth you guys go. Like, I don't see all these things, so that's why I'm here. Like, I, I enjoy hearing this. But. Well, three minds are better than one. So well, something yeah. that, something that we may might miss, you might think of, and that just adds to the conversation. I'm just the dumber, dumbed down version. I no, just, yeah, you smarty. You, you a stop. Sm- you a smart. You guy. stop, or we're gonna cancel this podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we see uh, uh, Neo stops a whole fucking there's shit ton of bullets flying at him, and Agent Smith tries to go up and fight him, and Neo's able to move faster than the agents now. And now Neo's inside Agent Smith's guts, literally. Yeah, oh, boots Agent Smith and just gets all up in his guts like he's fucking his prom. I'm gonna fuck you raw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inside you, motherfucker. Guess what? It's in my eye. It's in my head. I'm Mega Mind now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Agent Smith, but I'm gonna come and I'm then blows him the fuck up. <laughs> Like Donald Trump, I'm gonna come. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Neo does this flex, like, mm, Feels oh, good. that was good. Uh, I'm ready for round two, boys. Yeah. And the other I'm two still hungry, girls. <laughs> and I don't agents, think I have enough lube. <laughs> the agents look at each other and they're just like, "Fuck this." <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck thinks? Who the fuck does he think he is? Jumping inside him. I ain't gonna be fucking jumped inside by no fucking neo but even then like right that agent smith is not dead no he comes back in the later movies it's so they can't die it's explained very weirdly and i actually can't quite remember how they bring him back like logic behind it i can't remember either like what my theory that i kind of developed as a kid is is that you know how he blows up and there's like pieces of him that go everywhere there's still pieces of his code because what I'm kind of thinking is that he gets kind of bonded with maybe one of the humans and that turns them into Agent Smith itself. Right. So, like, that fucking pod is dead, right? You know, they they're, they don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But it allows Agent Smith to um, be free from the Matrix itself. That's, that's just my theory on it, personally. Yeah. Makes I, sense. I can't quite remember the logic behind it. We'll have to cover it. We'll have to talk about it when we get into Matrix Reloaded. Is that the second one? Reloaded? Yes. Okay. 
it reloads it's reloaded or revelations like i can't remember i get those interchanged all the time so this is pretty much the end of the movie man uh neo gets woken up in the real world trinity and neo are like a couple now they make out which doesn't make any sense but hey the guy's got to get the girl at the end of the movie right mm. so Dude, You're don't right. fucking judge a man for trying to get his dick wet. Like he's he's doing a cock what? blocker, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can get all the pussy at that Rob Zombie Fuckfest concert that he missed in the first act of the fucking That's film. That's tainted pussy, okay? Dude. I know, I've been there. <laughs> the paintiff is dry. <laughs> uh, Neo is now a lot more confident in himself. He's really unlocking. He's unlocking the paywalls. You know, he's like swiping his credit card left and right. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, he's more confident because he got him, some ass, too. Oh, he did? Yeah. Talking shit to uh, the machines, basically saying, like, you know, I'm here and uh, I'm not going anywhere, essentially. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna be fucking your system up left and right. Yeah. It really sets it sets up the sequel in a vague way, which I like, you know, it's but it gets you excited for the prospect of a sequel without telling you really anything. Yeah. And then. Right at the very end, we get to see Neo do one the of the Superman. most iconic things. Yes, the Superman, which and is referenced in the second away. film, right at the fucking beginning. Hey, hey, Superman, like, that hoe. They're I talking to the replacement of Tank because I don't think Tank's. I don't. I don't remember if Tank's in the second one or not. No, he is. His the crew gets replaced except Trinity. Yeah, and, and Morpheus. And so like, the operator, uh, you know, they're asking, "Well, where's Neo at?" You know, he's doing a Superman thing. He's doing the Superman thing, you know, <laughs> kind of downplays it in the next one. Um, yeah, so he's pretty much unlocked everything. He's, he's like GTA, right? He's unlocked all the cheat codes. He's fucking got God mode on. Uh, and that's where we end the film. You know, it's very vague. You know, he's talking into a phone to God knows who, anybody. Yeah. Presumably to try to recruit more people to the real world, right? You know, um... But yeah, that's the end of the film, and we will have to... I know. <laughs> I said I wouldn't talk, but I did. I'm happy you did. Yeah, I am too. No. You need to be a more uh, recurring guest. We're going to get emails specifically requesting, where did Jeremy still, Jeremy Jeremy go? How where, dare you devout I want <laughs> I want my Jer Bear back. <laughs> where, bring back Jer Bear. We're going to get like 10 emails being like, bring back Jer Bear. Bring back Jer Bear kill that man he, uh, he knows nothing of what we speak of that man said that he doesn't like star wars and that <laughs> oh yeah me. that alone will yeah put a lot of haters you let's, know if anything it'll at least draw a crowd yeah let's don't do try to convince me <laughs> let's do a small recap or review to kind of put a capstone on this so hunter i'll ask you first what did you think of the first matrix film um i mean overall i feel like it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful masterpiece. Uh, the way that they go about it, it has kind of a slow start, but even then, I mean, it it still draws you in. Like, it gives enough of like a uh, a thriller kind of vibe thriller! into it, to where you know you want to um, you, you want to stick around for the second half to see exactly what goes on in this new world. I don't know if did they have a plan for sequels or did they kind of leave it open ended, just in case like uh, I feel like they kind of left it open ended because this film was so, um, you know, it was so revolutionary at the time that they weren't sure if audiences were gonna like it or not. I mean, they may have had their test audiences, but even then, those those aren't always uh, yeah 
accurate. Whatever. I, I'm not sure if there was a plan for a trilogy. I'd have to look that up, but I don't think there was a plan for a trilogy. I think maybe they released the first one and it was so well received. Then the Wachowski brothers at this time. Okay. I got to keep that little We're trying to be there. PC here. We're trying know. to be PC. Don't want to be fucking canceled in my fucking fourth, third episode. Uh, at the time, the Wachowski brothers, I don't know if they had a plan for a whole trilogy and maybe it was one of those things where, oh shit, people really like this. Well, where do we go with the story from here? So, anyway, we will pick that up. I guess I should say what I think about the film. I thought it was a great start. It was... I, the, the story was left very vague and ambiguous. That's not the focal point of this movie. The movie is awesome action set pieces. Which, yeah. in that instance, it excelled at. It did its fucking job. And it did its job extremely well. So, I think in that criteria, the story is not very deep. But the ideas that it proposes and the action that it has are just top of the line. Um, Like for me personally, the fact that they left it as vague as they did to where it was really open for where they could go. That's a, an art that most filmmakers nowadays don't really utilize. Like they very clearly set it up, whether it's, it's at the end of the film or, you know, Uh, excuse me. Um, got the, <laughs> the post credit scenes for like you know most um, Marvel films nowadays like they made it they make it very clear as to what their plans are right but with them making it as vague as possible you don't really know if there's going to be another one or what direction they're going to go with it so I I like that aspect of it personally like, yeah I like the, the mystery yeah well, we will end that there. This is the first Matrix. When we resume our podcast next week, hopefully, nothing goes wrong. Um, well, I say that because I'm going to be upgrading my PC soon, and you never know what could happen with that, you know? Who knows? I could fucking brick my PC, and we won't be able to record an episode for like a month. So hopefully nothing goes wrong, and we'll be able to record next week, and we will start off with the Matrix Reloaded. So... Yes, so, uh, Jeremy, would you care to say goodbye to the listeners here? Uh, I'm going to put yeah. them on the spot. Goodbye to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun. I didn't think I would. I was nervous, but Ooh. this was good. I, I enjoyed it. Good. We were I'm glad, glad thank you had a good time. Um, thank you for considering me. Oh, yeah. Always, baby. Take me, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the third episode of Virtual Tavern, capping off the Matrix, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye! Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>